Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the Thursday night football showdown site between the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we've had some bad Thursday night games. We've had some good Thursday night games. I think this one's going to be kind of in between. Um, decent matchup. Could be better. Could be worse. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you guys are uh, playing NBA DFS tonight, there's a 13-game slate of a video up already, and I'll be doing a live stream shortly, uh, probably in the next hour or so. Um, if you're unable to watch uh, the YouTube videos that I upload, I also do upload an Apple podcast. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer a few different packages on patreon.com. More info down below. And the sponsor of today's video is Prize Picks. So, Prize Picks is a player prop site where you can uh, either two different ways you can play. First way is taking over under on fancy points, and the second way is taking over under on. Passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions, touchdowns, pass completions. You can mix and match. So you can do, you know, a couple from NBA, a couple from NFL. Um, but yeah, looking at the props for tomorrow's game, the one that kind of stands out to me here is Mike Jacecki, only 10.5 fancy points. I like the over on that. I thought Devontae Parker, the target share is very condensed for Miami. You're going to see a lot of targets for Waddle, a lot of targets for Jacecki. Can't talk. Mike Jacecki in a game that should be playing from behind. So I like the over there on Mike Jacecki at 10.5 fancy points. But yeah, guys, if you wanted to try uh, prize picks out, make sure to use my code DKDFS. It's DKDFS, all one word. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. So if you deposit using my code $100, you'll get a free $100 to use on the site. And finally, I want to thank you guys again for all of your support. Make sure to uh, hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell if you do enjoy all this content. Okay, so before we talk about players and the prices for the show on slate, let's look back at my lineup here from Monday night slate. So Monday night, finished outside of the cash. Uh, went Najee Harris and the captain, kind of the chalk move there. Um, with Justin Fields, who was solid, did have one touchdown called back on a... Not so good call, I'll say that. Uh, Claypool got injured, so that was a little bit unfortunate. I used Cole Komet at low ownership. That was, uh, he played really well. Washington is fine. I used Demir Bird as my punt play. Um, didn't get me anything, but I knew it was a risk. And I, was, I always go pretty contrarian on these show on slates. Going over the winning lineup in the uh, luxury box, Hoop actually took it down. Congrats, Hoop. Um, he used Naj Najee Harrison, the captain with Fields, Pat Fearmuth, uh, Mooney, Boswell, and Santos. It's just... It's a running joke, but, like, it's actually serious. Like, you just play all the tight ends in the show and slate, and you just win all the money. It's it's absolutely insane how good the tight ends do on show and slates every single slate. Um, but, yeah, so going over the Vegas odds of this one, it's a 46.5 over under, so kind of in the middle there, like I said, and the Ravens are 7.5-point favorites. So let's start off with Baltimore. Let's first take a look at snap counts in their most recent game. So, uh, Devontae Freeman got a majority of the snaps, 58%. Don't expect Latavius Murray to play. He has not practiced yet this week. Le'Veon Bell played 23%, and then Tyson Williams played 18% of the snaps. At wide receiver, you had Hollywood Brown played just over 80% of the snaps. Rookie Rashad Bateman played 66%, and Duvernay played 42%. Now, it's looking like Sammy Watkins will be back. So, what I expect to happen here is, you know, Sammy and, and Hollywood Brown will play majority of the game, and Bateman maybe play about half the game with Duvernay kind of getting phased out. At tight end, Mark Andrews played a majority of the game, 80% of snaps. Tomlinson, 35%, but he's really more of the blocking tight end. And then Josh Oliver, the third string tight end, is, is going to play a little bit. He played 12% of the snaps. 
So looking at players in the price, I think Lamar Jackson is probably your safest play in the slate because of the rushing upside, right? 88 and 120 yards on the ground last couple games. Um, just the combination of the high floor, high ceiling. Now, can you get away with fading Lamar? Sure. Like it was, I think the first show on site of the year, or one of the first show on sites against the Raiders, he actually wasn't in the winning lineup. So you're going to have to pay a premium for Lamar. Definitely a cash game play. Um, going to be super popular in tournaments, but weird stuff can happen. So sure, you you can fade. It's, it's a pretty risky fade, though. I, I will say that. Hollywood Brown 11K started really slow last game, but got there in overtime, did have 12 targets. The upside is high in Hollywood Brown. Now, he still has a relatively low floor because Baltimore is not really a pass-first team. They're a run-first team. But um, still, as I mentioned, Hollywood Brown for tournaments because the upside is very, very high. Andrews, probably more of your cash game play, a little bit of a higher floor. Still getting a good amount of targets a guy can go to in the red zone as well. And again, with the way the show and sets have gone the last couple months, just play all the tight ends and win all the money. Um, so I think Mark Andrews, a little safer. Hollywood Brown, the upside play there. As I mentioned, Latavius Murray has not practiced yet. So I don't expect him to play. Um, either way, I don't really want to pay that price for Latavius Murray. Devontae Freeman at 6'6 is fine. I mean, the, the issue here is not uh, really involved in the passing game. I know he's had, you know, four, two, three, three targets the last few games, but like Baltimore, they don't love passing the ball a ton to the running back. So like Freeman, more of a secondary play for me. Um, Scrolling down a little bit more. So, again, Sammy Watkins at 5'6", limited participant. Monitor this one. Um, if he does play, then I think Sammy's a relatively good option. He was getting a good amount of targets when he was healthy. However, he's just a guy that's always injured. So, like, you got to factor that in, like kind of like Amari Cooper, I always say. Like, that guy is just always going to the sidelines. So, um, Watkins, if he does play, I think is solid. If he does not play, then that solidifies Rashad Bateman as a pretty good play, uh, who would be their clear number two wide receiver. Six, six, and eight targets the first three games he has played. So would like Bateman to get him out there if there's no Watkins. Going on a little bit more, Le'Veon at 5-4. Just a contrarian option. Did have 11 carries. Um, I think I would rather go to Freeman for a little bit more, but neither are going to be must plays for me. Duvernay is playable if Watkins misses. If Watkins plays, I'm probably not going to pay this price point for Duvernay. Um, Justin Tucker, I think, is a very safe value play. He's the best kicker in the league, in my opinion. Um, Ravens are most likely playing from behind, so or from ahead, so they're going to, uh, you know, probably have more opportunities for field goals. So um, I think Tucker makes for a good value play. I'll mention Tyson Williams at 1.2K. Um, didn't have any touches last week. Still saw the field, though. He was, again, 18% of the snaps. Um, he's a large field tournament play. Like Obviously not something you're going to feel great about. I'll mention uh, Patrick Ricard, too. He did have five targets last week, the fullback. Um, again, large field tournament play. And that's really it. Um, like Josh Oliver, like he'll probably play a little bit. He did have five targets two weeks ago. So another large field tournament play. I don't really want to go to Tom. I'd rather go to Oliver over Tomlinson because Oliver's just their, uh, you know, pass catching tight end where Tomlinson is, is the blocker. So that's it for the Ravens. Let's move on to Miami. Let's take a look at snap counts last week for the Dolphins. So running back, Miles Gaskin played majority of the game, 72% of the snaps. Uh, Ahmed played uh, 19%, and Patrick Laird played 9%. At wide receiver, you had Waddle and Hollins played a majority of the game, 87 to 80% respectively, with Wilson and Merritt playing a little bit, 23 and 15% of the snaps. And then Preston Williams was a scratch. And at tight end, uh, Mike Jacecki played 79% of the snaps. 
Dalton Smythe, or Derman Smythe, I should say, put 60%, and Adam Shaheen played 48% snaps. You can tell Miami uh, using more uh, two tight end sets when they're thin at wide receiver without Devontae Parker. Okay, so the thing to keep an eye on here is Tua. He is questionable. Um, my guess is he does play, but again, monitor the situation. If Tua plays, I think he's a little bit of an upgrade to Jacoby Brissett. Um, so yeah, if Tua plays, I think he's a, he's a pretty safe option um, in a game that should be playing from behind. So yeah, would like Tua if he plays. If he misses, Jacoby Brissett's still a serviceable backup quarterback. Like Doesn't have as much upside, I don't think, as, as Tua, but um, still would be a solid option. So uh, yeah, if Tua plays, would feel a little bit better um, about Tua. But if he's out, I'm still fine playing Brissett under 10K in a game that they're probably going to be playing from behind and he's probably going to have to air it out. Uh, Miles Gaskin, I think, goes maybe a little bit under-owned in this slate because they should be playing from behind. But, like, he's playing a majority of the game, getting a good amount of touches, 15, 12, and 20 carries last year games, and then four, three, and six targets. So he's kind of game flow independent, meaning, like, if the Dolphins do fall behind, it really doesn't hurt Gaskin too much. There's going to be more dump-offs. Like, he had that one game where he had, like, 10 catches and 10 targets. So... I think Miles Gaskin's a pretty good play that probably goes a little bit lower owned than he should. And then Waddle and Jusecki, as I said, no Devontae Parker. The targets, you're, these guys are going to get a lot of targets. Waddle, you know, 12 and 10 targets last couple of games. I think he makes for a very safe play with upside. And I'm pretty high on Jusecki too. Um, eight targets last week. Again, these two should get a healthy amount of targets in a game the Dolphins should be playing from behind. So I like both those guys a good amount in their respective price points. And then uh, Matt Collins was the guy that uh, got the uh, second most amount of snaps at wide receiver, played about 80% of snaps, did have six targets. So I think he actually makes a pretty safe value play too. I'm actually kind of high in the Dolphins skill position players. Um, might prefer them to some of those Ravens guys for the price points, um, just because the Dolphins are probably going to pass the ball more too. So um, yeah, I'm kind of high in Miami actually, um, even though they are underdogs. And then Sanders playable, I would prefer Tucker, but like, Obviously, he's still viable, too. Uh, the defenses, I'm not really looking to either defense on this showdown slate. Um, and then there's a couple interesting punt plays here for the Dolphins, that being their other tight ends in Durham Smythe, who uh, has got a decent amount of targets last few games. Three, six, four, two targets. So, like, not a ton, but he's really, really cheap. And, again, he played a good amount of the snaps last, last week, only 1.8K. And then Adam Shaheen is only $600. Two, five, one, two targets. So, like... Both these, you know, backup tight ends are averaging like three or so targets a game. It's not bad at their respective price points. One eight and six hundred dollars. I'm interested in both these backup tight ends, and I'll say it one more time: just play all the tight ends on the show on slate, and you're going to win a lot of money. Um, and then I even have some interest in Salvin Ahmed too. Uh, the backup running back here for the Dolphins probably plays around a quarter of the game, and is very very cheap. So I actually prefer. You know, a lot of the Dolphins players to the Ravens players for their price points on the Sean site. And then, yeah, Albert Wilson at $400 probably is going to be their number three wide receiver. If you take a look at the snap counts last week, he played about a quarter of the game. So he's also playable, too. Um, and then, yeah, Merritt played a little bit, too. Uh, came off the practice squad and had three targets. Uh, he played 15% of the snaps, more of a large field tournament play. And I'll mention Patrick Laird, too, um, who did see I've seen a couple snaps last few games. He's only $200. Again, though, just a large field tournament play. So 
that is going to do it for the player-by-player breakdown. Again, I'll, I'll say it one more time. Like, I kind of like the Miami guys in the show and say for their price points. Like, they look a little bit better than the Baltimore skill position players um, at their price points. But, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video today. So if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video.